All right, Dale. So speaking of that, and people don't know what that is, but that's okay. All you need to know is we were talking about Cruiser and the Worlds and the Olympics and controversy and all of that stuff, which is why I love being on this podcast. I'm Jason Richardson, by the way, sitting here with Dale Holmes, and we have the famous, illustrious, and notorious Maris Strongberg sitting here as well, two-time gold medalist from the Olympics. And we got news. We got scoop. We got scoop. Maris, thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. We're back in our uh, little, uh, this is where we first uh, brought Maris over to Marietta. I'm getting, to, here. I'm getting to experience the Temecula. We were at a coffee shop and there is no shortage of young children and uh, parents of the female persuasion well, that hang out has, here. The city has grown a lot too since, yeah, since I was telling, they moved. Yeah, yeah, me yeah. and Jason was over there. I'm like, man, there's a lot's changed mm-hmm. since just I've left, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, I always liked it here. It was good. I think it was good for sport. It's a sporty town. You know, you got the motocross guys here, a lot of BMX guys, freestyle guys. It just like everybody was kind of into the same stuff here, yeah. you know? Yeah. And uh, it, was, uh, it was fun times. And obviously the machine coming over. Um, anyway, we can talk more Marietta later. Machine, how you doing? I'm doing good, doing good. Enjoying life, uh, raising my son. So life's good, life's good. How's the golf? How's your game? What's your handicap? Well, golf's getting better. I mean, uh, I mean, if five months ago I, I probably was shooting 110, then now my best score is 81. Damn. So I mean, I'm trying to break 80 now. Yeah, that's but it's tough. Yeah, I need some coaching. Need some coaching. Everyone needs a coach. Yeah. Everyone needs a coach. <laughs> <laughs> Go get some of them out BMX, take them yeah, away. Yeah. Well, but, B- BMX, know, mindset, golf. But at the end of the day, just, just having fun, enjoying the game, enjoying, you know, going out and playing and spending time with, you know, meeting new people. Mm-hmm. And uh, is it's it, fun, it's fun. Is it the sport of golf or is it the challenge of golf? Which ones, like, are you more intrigued with? Uh, I think it's about the challenge. Okay. I think it's the challenge. And it's always, it always was, okay, I want to break 100. You break hundreds again. Okay, let's try to break ninety, and then you break ninety. It's like okay. I told my wife, you know, when I break ninety, it's probably gonna stop. But now it's like okay, I gotta, I need to break eighty. You gotta you keep know? going. Gotta and keep it, going. It, it's it's never ending. Yeah, I know. I mean, I look at my father-in-law. He's been playing thirty-five years. He said the same story to his wife. And he's <laughs> still I, playing. When I break eighty, I'm gonna stop playing. But look, at thirty-five years, thirty-five years later, he's still playing four or five times a week. <laughs> well, that's the cool thing. I my sport um, was surfing. For a little surf? bit, I do surf for a little bit. Yeah, You're except, ex- as well, right? except, uh, yeah, yeah. And it was pretty, pretty cool. I bought a couple boards from Greg not too long ago for my son, so that's kind of nice how we kept that in the family. Cosman, right? Cosman does as well. Cosman right? surfs, yeah. yeah. But the reason why I surfed, Dale, that was actually my rebound sport from BMX because I knew the end was coming. So, like in 2007. Um, I started surfing and was surfing a great deal and it was the same thing. I wanted to catch the better wave. I wanted to learn how to read the water better. I wanted to do my bottom turns better or whatever it was. And I just kept going a lot of boards, a lot of surfing, like probably surfing more than I should have for, cause I was still actually supposed to be a racer. Right. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a good thing to help me get over, get over BMX. So anyways, before you moved into your vet before career, before I moved into my vet career, that's probably very similar. Are you going to race vet? If and when? You never know, but uh, <laughs> if you ask me, to, as, of, as of today, probably not. Probably not. Yeah, I, I think people have asked me that many, many times and a long time ago, and I said never. I'm going to race as long as I'm a competitive double-A elite racer, and then when that's done, then it's done now. So that's the question. That's the question people have been asking. They've been like, is Maris going to race again? Um, Evo's been to a couple supercrosses. He's been quiet. Not that he's really that loud, but he's been quiet. So, so what's what's the scoop? What what is what is you gonna do with the rest of your life? Are we are we gonna see you racing again or not? Uh, this is it. This, this is it. This is it. Yeah, and then to be honest, uh, all the way probably up till uh, May April, I still thought that I'm gonna be back, and then possibly going for 2020 and. Uh, but since the, my son was born and uh, just kind of going over and looking at the whole industry where the BMX is at at that point, I just, I just didn't want it to turn into a full-time hobby for me. And then I think that played a big role. I decided to kind of step away and then basically retire from the, the BMX, yeah. Wow. 
See, after our, you won Lake That's heavy. Yeah, well, Lake Paris was not this last year, right? When you won Lake Paris, the falls. Lake Paris was uh, was it? I think it was end of 16. Okay. It was end of 16. But yeah. I mean, when you were even there, you hadn't really raced much and you... You did you race a Pro-Am there. Yo, the I Pro-Am. did race a Pro-Am. Okay. That was the Pro-Am. This yeah, year, yeah. That was this year, yeah. You so smoked even, them by a straightaway. Even, even there, I mean, that national you won and obviously yeah. Joris was there and uh, Anthony Dean, would, and I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if Connor was, but anyway, you looked, I was like, okay, you can do it. Of course. You know, and then even then this year, you did that Pro-Am, even though there wasn't super heavy guys there, you could still tell it was, it was still there, you know, so... Uh, I think we've, as, as everybody has kind of been like, well, maybe he's going to do it, you know? But no, it, I mean, at the Tangier Prime, at mm. that point, I still thought I'm going right. to keep going. I kind of kept myself in shape, uh, probably around close to like 90%. And, uh, but yeah, I just realized that just the money wasn't, it's, it's not right, yeah. And then the risk and reward is just, it wouldn't make much sense. I mean, that's that really, that's what, that really what it came down to. I mean, as I don't want to sound like, it's a business decision it's, it, and a it life really, decision. It, mm. it, it really is it. Yeah, well, just per- yeah, perfectly. You said it perfectly. I mean, business and life decision. That's what it came down to. Yeah. And then, I mean, it's not that the time, I think I'm 31, I'll be 32. So, I mean, if I decided hey, to go hey, for 2020, Dale raced double A until what? 35. 39? No, 35. <laughs> 35. 35. Um, okay, so then, so this does beg another question, all right? And because this is a podcast, who knows what might happen? Um, so what you're saying is it's a business and life decision. I appreciate the life part, but I got to ask. So if the money was there, if somebody or a group of people said, hey, Maris, what do you need to get on the track again and be at your best again? And they said, we'll do that for you. Would you race? Well, I mean, uh, i am been away from the, I haven't been on my bike for good solid five six months now and uh, I'm just been mentally so away from the sport now that checked out a bit kind of checked out a bit and uh, I would I would I would consider but I would I would have to think about it or the, I would, pri- the price basically would just go up sounds like but uh, <laughs> I don't know at this point I think uh, I made up my mind okay it, no matter respect I mean, respect there's nobody even to come in and sponsor him. I mean, right. who? There'd have to be a bunch yeah. of people. That was a hypothetical. Yeah. You know, yeah, he really, yeah. what, he, what he was, I mean, if you go back to 2017, mm-hmm. that's when free agent left the, kind of left the, 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 the professional, the elite sport. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they stopped, you know, they stopped sponsorship. And uh, and I didn't have the sponsor the early in the season. Mm-hmm. I raced Oldsmar, I raced Rock Hill, and that, I was kind of motivated. I was like, okay, I want to get out there, you know. Oh, you're so, one of them, couple races. Yeah, 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 I, mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, three of them I whole shit it I yes, want two of them I remember. Yeah, yeah. and I was like okay I mean you know just get out there win some races see what happens and mm. then obviously the, the only offer I got was basically a thousand dollars a month and then I kind of at that point it kind of hit me it's like okay I, mean, I think this is where BMX is at <laughs> right and then it just from that point everything just went downhill and then and doesn't matter how it's and then I know for him this guy it's really not about the money this guy never mm. chased the money I always you know I when he first came in, I'm like let's go get agent let's go do this and that mm-hmm. he's like man not, I'm not really that you know he like he it's not about the money, but you know yourself. There's times, and I know when, when I didn't have a sponsor after I lost uh, nerve, and yeah. me and you was when like, in the same year without our first the angry years. Yeah, the angrier. But mm. we started from uh, from going the good years to angry years. I was really angry racing and, and mad. I'm like, why are these guys got a sponsor? Why has he got it? And it affected yeah. my racing so yeah. much. So you can see where it's like you feel like, wow, I'm, I can still win. And we, I wasn't winning, but I still felt like I I had a place. Um, but you can see for him one is he's racing and still winning and can you know challenging to win and there's nobody backing him you know so yeah. you can see where that motivation where all your mindset well it's changes. frustrating and it's not i mean let's be real rock hill is one thing um I, the the beijing track in chula vista is another mm. thing is is one thing but when you start looking at some of these other tracks where there is a bigger risk uh, at Papendal, some years, not all years, mm-hmm. but the Rio track in Chula Vista, which is like gnarly. Manchester um, again. Manchester, next year. which is tight and fast, um, and and you are coming from a place where you already know that your bills are paid and you're you're able to put away for mm-hmm. <laughs> put away some money in the bank before you get on your bike. That's a and you have health insurance. Mm-hmm. That's a different place than you know racing for essentially just to just to keep make enough money to keep racing again. yeah yeah at 32 versus 19 or 20 still do remember 2000 
Rockhill Worlds, what year? 2017? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 17, yeah. And uh, going into that race, I went into the race thinking, okay, this is gonna be my last race. Right. This oh, wow. is it, yeah. That that was the mindset, you know, and I I was gonna give it all I got, but uh I was just right at that point I was I was physically fine, but I was racing a little angry. And right. I think that's that what kinda took me out of the race a lot earlier. I mean that I wished for I mean yeah. wished. I and mean you won the World Cup there previously. Won the World Cup, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I remember there. after that one eight final when I went out, I mean I I went up to the starting hill to watch the quarters and semis and then Tyler was there and he's like what's next you know it's like I, I told him I, I this is it yeah. I don't think I'll ever race again and he's like yeah you just you just saying that but I mean I knew it but I didn't want to announce anything right away because maybe you know I was a little disappointed a little angry whatever I wanted to wait wait and see you know how it goes and then it actually did get to the point where I was thinking okay I'm coming back mm -hmm. I'll be back I'm just gonna take it easy 2018 and I'll be back in 19 but yeah the things change things, things change so yeah. so so 2017 worlds was technically your last race like big race I'm U to I think. guess UCI race, UCI yeah, race yeah, yeah. yeah I did a, I did one tangent prime and I did a, a small local prime in Canada yeah but I mean that's, as far as yeah, like yeah, a national slash national, international yeah, 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 race yeah. that's so he won his last race as well then Oh, cool. Well, then... Tangent what? Prime. Then you win. Tangent Prime, I won in Canada. He won it easy. He won in Canada, so, yeah, Tangent Prime. Gone out on top. Has anyone, <laughs> has anybody actually <laughs> won a race? In Thunder? Well, Thunder Dan. <laughs> yeah. Thunder Dan. We, now, we, let's talk about what we talked about on the way here. Right. Me and Jason was talking about Thunder Dan, obviously being your hero. Yeah. He was. And we so have his poster in my garage. Shout right? out yeah. to Nelly. <laughs> shout out to Nelly. We know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're just talking about um, when Thunder retired and just checked out and left and... Um, yeah, go over what we said in there. Yeah, so <laughs> I said, um, what, what did I say? Just saying, uh, um, oh, how, how, how we were wondering if you would, if you would ride or get a mountain bike or like just show up just and check out and but, gone. But yeah, and you were saying like, ah, he's playing golf. He's out. I was like, well, Nelly was his favorite pro. So right. There's, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. probably there's probably a reason why Danny Nelson resonates with Maris, and that's probably because. <laughs> Because you know, Nelly, when he quit, he was out. Yeah, yeah. And he and he left. Danny left. Uh, Dan, I think Del Mar was his last. The Fall Nationals. He Del came, Mar was well, his last. And he, he was he still came to say bye. He came yeah. to say goodbye, yeah. but he was still in the hunt for the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, just yeah, walked yeah. away. Yeah. He'd actually stopped racing a couple of months early, but yeah. I think Rockford was his last race. But him and Warwick were still uh, yeah. tied for uh, yeah. tied upon points. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, for me, I think it's I'm not completely checking out of the sport. Good. I'm still Good. gonna stay involved, and at least for the next couple of years, I have a couple training camps clinics nice. lined up in different countries and I'll do some local ones here in America but it's not gonna not 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 as a full-time it's not a job it's not your not job. a job it'll do it just as much to keep it fun let's put it that way Good. It, it doesn't it's not gonna be something every weekend but it's something you know once a month I'm gonna travel somewhere just mm -hmm. meet new people mm -hmm. work yeah. with some new kids well, just yeah. gonna keep it fun and then that's the plan for the next couple of years and then after 2020 see where kind of BMX is at at that point mm-hmm and then make the decision if I want to stay involved in the industry or it's time to Now would you be, a, would you, be you know, whatever, the first thing you do is when you leave, you, you either turn vet or you become a coach. Would you like to be a... Coach? Like a national type of coach. No, I know everyone can do clinics and camps and stuff, but like, you know, go to the World no. Cups and do all that. You're not interested no, in any of that? No, 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 no. No iPads, that's, no seat posts? To me, that's basically you racing. I mean, uh, I couldn't imagine. almost a similar mindset and I can imagine Paris at the finish line with seat posts, like handing them to Ryan. Just, and an iPad. <laughs> yeah. it's still, I've been approached, I mean, not by pros, but you know, a couple couple dads, you know, wanting, wanting me to train their kids. And I just, yeah, I, I told them it's a little too early yeah, to do one on one coaching and all that yeah. stuff. It's the next couple of years going to be mostly more for like clinics, more of a hangout, just kind of yeah. fun, yeah. Meet, meet new kids and just kind of, you know, inspire whatever kids and Well, let's stuff talk about, like we that. just talked about the weekend with Maris. We just came up with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Marietta, Marietta with Maris. Marietta, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ride, with, ride with Maris and Marietta. Look like a pro for a weekend. I think get, that would go over well. Go to Wahoos, Submarina for lunch. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, hit soap, soap plantation hit, too. Hit the, soap hit the gym. Hit the LA gym. Fit, yeah. Hit the gym for LA an hour fitness each day. session. Mm. LA Fitness, um, some sprints, gotta got do some sprints. Sprint. Yeah, oh yeah. Right. Gotta do some sprints. Um, what else? Sign some autographs in the neighborhood. Yeah, play some, play some video games. Play yeah. some video yeah. games. During the day. Mall. Take, Mall. Nap. Take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the second second coffee trip. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Coffee, coffee trip. Oh yeah. Second afternoon coffee. coffee. Afternoon that's coffee. It. And 
yeah, yeah that's yeah. that would be that'd be quite the experience i mean it's it's funny but often with coffee i mean that was probably my favorite time of the day it's, yeah, i mean i think most exactly yeah. mm. most of the pros i mean they, they would agree with that it's just but that. they all do it at home I, they've all got the machine like, well, I, I like I, the experience yeah this this group of pros they're a bunch of baristas it's right pretty, it's pretty yeah. cool yeah. it's funny it's and a, cool to but, me yeah. it's good it's, it's good to switch it up you, you could it's good to do it at home once in a while but you got to get out too once in a while just you know and i'm i'm kind of i'm that generation is kind of like in between. Well, the new millennials. Yeah. And well, the, the other pieces, I'm, I'm right they, they, they've kind of been forced to make their own coffee because yeah. they don't make as much to go buy it right. twice a day. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> well, it, it, I'm going to take some heat for that one. <laughs> but that's okay. I'll own it. I'll own it. But Marius' comment, like, like say, is in between, like, because he's got a bit of, bit of, not say 90s, but a bit of the old schooly. He's an old soul. Before he's the, an old well, soul. Well, before the internet as well. For sure. Like, for he sure. was telling me on the phone last week, he's like, man, I, I don't even know who won. I don't look at Instagram mm-hmm. and I'm not, like, that interested. I don't want, I'm like, why don't you just, you know, do some stuff and keep mm-hmm. your name out mm-hmm. there? And it's like, I just need a break, put my phone down and, you know, it's not like, like today's kids, it needs well, to be on well, his phone, you I know? Mean, if you think of, I, I was, when we were discussing it driving up here, Dale, I was thinking, I think I think Maris is the last one that I raced. I, yes. but it's not. Nick Long is still there. But I remember, I mean, you too. We we turned a lot of laps together. Mm-hmm. So if you think about who you've raced, Maris, mm-hmm. from when you started to to who's racing now, I mean, that's that's kind of you, that's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that that have come and gone and are still, and then some who are still racing. So mm-hmm. it's pretty. It's a long run. And the reason I want to do the podcast is all with Dale and you, obviously, because Dale helped me to just to start this chapter in the United States. Yeah, you know, this, for sure. It was something new, and so I figured, you know, I was the right guy to... Yeah, we finished where we started. Finish where we started, and... Close the and loop. And Jay Rich, I mean, he's probably the... You came up with... Oldest, this, this no, one. he's probably the oldest guy that smoked me down the first trade of oh, Nashville. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the oldest guy. The year of Olympics as well. So That's right. It's yeah, just yeah. fitting, yeah, he's here as well. I mean, I mean, it's... Forty-five, sixteen, Nashville. You love that place, didn't you? Yeah, I still do. They they still kept it mostly true to the right. to the original it's track. A, it's a good track. Too much pedaling for me. Yeah, well, you know, BMX bikes do have cranks and chains and pedals, but yeah, that's a lot of pedaling. Well, let's talk a little bit. Uh, let's talk a little history, Maris. Like, you know, what's funny. I, I listened to Sylvain and Andre and them guys having fun on Instagram. I and they love do, the trivia that the, they're the, doing. The trivia, but what's funny, their trivia only goes to like 2009. Because <laughs> no, they're so young. They're so, <laughs> that's they're, cute. They're so I young. I love it. Yeah. I know, but, but they got good ones though. Like stuff I wouldn't think about. Right. Like, like, you know, and it's obscure stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like Cruiser in 2003 or... Oh no, they don't go past like but, Olympi- first Olympics. Oh yeah, uh, there's, I've heard some some obscure ones like, yeah, just, just funny ones. Like, right. But it's, it's, and I, it's cool. I, I don't know if it's true or not, but uh, watching Liam's story, that I don't know what country he was in, training these kids, and he asked them questions about the Switzerland. Strom- he's at the, he's at the Strombergs or uh, Joris, and those kids, those younger kids, probably like twelve, or they didn't even know who Strombergs is or Joris today. I mean, you'd be like Christoph. I mean, two I weeks just, after you retired, like, everyone's okay. forgot. I mean, yeah. it's today's attention is right now, and, and well, it's it's I, so. I mean. We, I know we started this little section of the podcast with history, <laughs> but I think that speaks to the turnover in the sport mm-hmm. because, it, like, my sons play basketball and they're young, born in two thousand five and two thousand nine, but they know who Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan are, mm-hmm. right? Um, why is that? <laughs> why is that the case? But in BMX, if a kid starts the sport even five years ago or two years ago why doesn't he know who the first olympic champion is why doesn't he know who gary ellis is or greg hill is that's that's an issue mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. um but how do we fix that though i think everyone's so consumed in themselves true you know, their own posts their own me me true, me true, you know true, maybe and it's the culture is just different now it's shifted you know but uh going back to when he first came out here he was just so new at and, and virgin at, at everything like green is, he was yeah, green this is how so you do you make, and this is so the same as, and it's the same when i first came here the wild man showed me a lot of stuff this is how you can make a bank account yeah we, we have to do it all for him yeah. this is rita the tax lady this is you know we have to introduce him to <laughs> this, this is, is a, a write-off gym. right yes exactly this yeah. is this is how you join the gym and um but it was really good times you know because when he first came he bought all his buddies you know there's a whole crew of them like girlfriends and all kinds of stuff i mean yeah they only came for a little while like a couple of weeks but yeah chris came coach right evo was here mm-hmm. kind of ease into it a little bit helped me out and then and it's crazy i mean i still remember how we 
2009 discovered Starbucks. I mean, think about it. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's not. I mean, it's, it, it's nothing. It's just coffee. But it's just. I remember we went. It's like, oh, we, let's try this frappuccino. I was like, whoa, it's really good. And then, <laughs> and then, well, it, it's not. I mean. Uh, you know, we all know they all have Starbucks, but it was nothing to do with Dale at that point. It's like, yeah, next time we go and try macchiato. So, yeah, oh, that's yeah. good. And then, I mean, he got hooked. I mean, it's... <laughs> I would drive by sometimes and see him all there, all his crew. They didn't know so, we always used to yeah. go on those afternoon bike rides. That's great. The Starbucks, you sit there for 30 minutes talking. To right. And that's it's motivating though, right? You have, yeah, a reason, it, you have a reason to get up and you, you you know, when you're training and you're in a new environment, it's like, okay. I like okay. to show you, just everything was yeah. new, even the place like Starbucks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just, I mean, everything. Proud to say that I introduced your t- your ex teammate Christian Bessarine to the McFlurry, McFlurry. At McDonald's, <laughs> and it was funny because we, you know, after a Sunday after a race, you're like, I want you just want to go eat some crap food. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. I can't even picture that. I'm like, that. I, I want mean, some ice cream. And he's like, I want some ice cream too. I was like, actually, McDonald's has some. And so he ordered a cone, and I said, I'll have a McFlurry. And he's like, What is McFlurry? I'm like, Dude, you gotta get a McFlurry. And like, right. I just he's on it. Uh, you guys I, don't I, say, could, I could see. I don't think I could see Christian eating a McDonald's. Dude, I don't think that would happen. Don't. Don't let Dr. Holeshot fool you. <laughs> well, I think you guys used to always say on Sunday, ah, Sunday night, we can eat some shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They would drink on a Sunday night. Yes. And I asked Evo, I said, I, you know, I was pretty surprised. They would all like yeah. cracking open yeah, but Sunday the, night. Yeah, but, but like, I get it. It wasn't now. like drinking, drinking. No. It was maybe one, two beers. It's yeah. just, yeah. But it was good. Really... And Evo said, he says, you know, I don't want to feel like they're missing out on life, you know, and, mm. and they've got to experience everything and there's a time and a place for everything, which is very valuable. And some people need to listen to that, some of you coaches. Because you know, to me, the, the, was, it was opposite because he wanted me to have a couple beers here and there because I was always so focused on mm-hmm. BMX. Mm. Even after the races, I remember pizza, after winning... Pizza would show up at the house. Good. Yeah, but yeah. after winning World Cups, I remember, you know, when you go to those countries, they always have after parties. Yeah. You know, after those races, I was always tired. I didn't want to go out. I, I pretty much never went to after parties. Right. So I just, mm-hmm. I just wanted to go to bed, just get up next day and just go home, you know. Right. I was never into, like, going out at parties and drinking all right. that stuff. It was... That's why, Coach, I think he kind of tried to keep your yeah, as well, yeah. just like, you know, I a couple of years. And it is because you don't miss out. I mean, Christoph is a prime example. Is very hard. I mean, we're all hard on ourselves, but Christoph was really hard on himself, you know, with the training and stuff. Yeah. And, and when he did go out, it absolutely let loose, you know, a lot, a lot of, you know, mm. Thomas was, when he had a couple of beers. Thomas, in him, Thomas didn't wild. have a problem going out. Yeah. But it'd get wild because I yeah. think they probably missed a lot, you know, during the serious, yeah. serious years where I think the people that balanced it out, um, which some guys did eventually, because we all did, you know, in our era, but the guys that didn't, you know, kind of went a little bit, not crazy is the word, but yeah. well, the bottom line miss is out, if, you know? if it's not fun, right? So even if you are making money at, in BMX at the highest level, if it's not fun, you're not enjoying it, you do have to ask yourself, what's the point? Because the, mm-hmm. bo- the bottom line is, it is inherently dangerous. The bottom line is, no matter how much you're making, it's still not, not that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a huge sacrifice to dedicating your life to training all the time and riding a bike all the time and stressing over your gates and you know the rhythm section and turning and cornering and geez when you were yeah. racing time trialing time you know all of that well, stuff the kink and all that other stuff like, so like if it's not fun if you, it's not funny it's not it's not it's not gonna last i mean you, right. you can't i mean you might get away with that for a couple of years but if you're not having fun mm-hmm. i mean it's it's gonna go downhill I and mean, you guys would switch your training fast. up a lot more Eva would always switch your stuff up your program just to try and keep, like from year to year there's always and, yeah yeah yeah, yeah try and keep it a little bit different and, and, and stuff. It, it did get harder and you know when it really kind of after I won uh, London right that's when it I think that's when it really got hard for myself to to look and find that new motivation right every year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've done it all yeah because yeah. at that point like you said I've done it I, I still remember before London I have this conversation with my buddy Loraldi and he's like man if you win London I mean might as well just retire and at that point I didn't even think you know I mean knowing BMX I mean what's the chance you're gonna go out and win uh, two Olympics in a row you know a lot of things have to kind of click and Mm -hmm. have to happen and and I was like, yeah, I mean, shit, if I win, I mean, might as well, I mean, probably just retire. (laughs) What's left? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, and and when I won, I mean, the next year was tough. I, I since then I'd been on and off, just struggling with the the hunger. I always had the work ethic, you know, and then the talent. I think the talent as well. Yeah. Obviously, you gotta have a little bit of talent. But I struggle with being hungry a lot of times. Yeah. That was my wow. only problem from 2013 all the way till my end so, of my career. So it was always on and off, on and off. Yeah. So I think you're the last guy. And I don't think it, it, can, it can, like it literally cannot happen again, 
unless somebody brings back the NBL, but you're the last guy to win every title. Mm. Yeah, he's won everything, yeah. Absolutely everything possible in his during his, yeah. Well, <laughs> not X Games, but what? Not X Games, and not, not the Latvian national title. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Dude, that's, you gotta go <laughs> right. for that one. Is it a series? Is it a series? Is it a series or is it a one day one race? race? It's a one day oh, dude. It used to be series. And then when after I moved a couple years later, they, they after I moved to America, they changed it to uh, just a one I one think, race. I think. There was one. I vote you. Tremont I, 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 one oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah that was, yeah. But that Shout was a out, Edges. Good job. Yeah, that was the only. 2014, I think, I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. I was like, get second. But a lot of things went wrong that day. And then 2016, I want, we have always the Latvian Olympic Games before the big Olympics. Mm -hmm. And the next day, we had Nat Latvian National Championships. Championship. And there was only uh, four guys signed up. Uh. But it was, it was on the other side of the country. I would, I would have to drive two hours or two and a half just to race I mean just to get but I was like you know I won I won well, Latvian Olympics I was like you know maybe well, I'll do I it think, next year right and I then think, <laughs> I, think, guys, I think I think that should be your last race personally but you know yeah, well I, I should have done it I should have done it last year right <laughs> now just, I don't think you'll lose any I know, it'll, be it'll, like, yeah. it'll be like four what is that that's like nine months from now right it's, it's, it's just it's, it's funny I mean it, but you would but still have to somewhat train because there's still some fast yeah, no, there yeah I'm not saying it'd be easy no 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 it's not Yeah, it wouldn't be easy there's uh, the a couple mini, of young guys coming up and then mini yeah, I can't just show up and oh you know I was good ten, two years ago yeah. I can still pull uh, I mean, uh, all right pull so you, you mentioned young guys like who who out there do you like like who do you see that's just like oh that person is gonna be here for a while or or maybe it's maybe they're not that young but yeah who do you like out there that's racing right now that uh, you really they in BMX in general, in BMX, not just yeah. in Latvia. Yeah, in BMX. Well, I think right now it's just uh, the BMX is dominated by the the 25 and up. I mean, well, Kinman's younger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, that Connor, Joris, I mean, Corbin, and uh, I mean, the Dutch team. Sylvain Andre. <laughs> the Dutch team. Oh, Dutch team too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, mostly looking at the World yeah, Cup. Yeah, for sure, and, uh, for sure. And, uh, well, there are a couple of younger young kids, but I I don't think they anyone's quite there yet at this point. And then you know when you're 21 or 19, it it's hard to predict. I mean, because I mean you can make it, but it can only go south or it can go. You know, I mean, I mean. Okay, so Trey, Trey White's probably the next one. Well, Trey White, I'm just saying, get second in the European. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so uh, I'll, Kai, sorry, so yes. so yes. you yeah. in 2000. Oh yeah, that's how he whole shit at the yeah. European champs. No, no, he got he, he got second. He got, he got second, second, but he, the pack. he, he, pa he passed trade. Andre to do it. He did whole shot a couple laps though with some fast. He was really passing a lot of guys. people all weekend. Yeah. So I'll ask this though because this is how old were you? So in 2007, the Christmas Classic, remember that? You won. You won on a one. We were in the same moto, me, you, and Kyle, easy moto. But you won that. How old were you there? 2007. So that's December 2007. Right before the... Essentially, it's the 2008 season. So 2008. Well, I was 20. Perfect. I guess I was 20. You're 20. Yeah, 20. Okay. So, so that's why I'm asking. Because I felt like you were really... You'd already been winning in Europe. Right. 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 Yeah, you years. were... But yeah. so... But you'd mentioned a lot of the guys are 25 and up. But you know... Based on your experience, and Dale and I, I think know based on our experience. Like, like it seemed like when you turned, well, they call it elite, but when you turned double A, you immediately jumped in and you became a player, like making a main and at least threatening to win. So, like, what do you think's missing from some of the younger guys who have the potential? What's what? What is that thing that's hard to explain that's missing? Because you had it. Clearly. Uh... Man strength, maybe? <laughs> I mean, some of them, they're yes. little, little dudes, aren't yes. they? A lot of them, you know? These guys, I mean, he was the machine. He was he the was machine young. before he was yeah, the machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, having uh, too much early, well, getting a lot of, uh, I would, I mean, I wouldn't say, I mean, free stuff, sponsorships, or uh, all the good stuff too, too, uh, too soon. Yes. And I think that kind of spoils, spoils you a little bit. I mean, mostly just, up here in your head a little bit because you, you you start taking things for granted mm -hmm. before you even have really achieved anything in the sport i mean because it really starts when you turn 19 18 when you, i would say junior 
juniors they the 17 18 is when you kind of get tested a little bit racing the older guys yep. but when you're 19 when you in the league it, it's on that's the real test it's on yeah mm -hmm. and if you can make it there i mean you deserve i mean so any any possible sponsorship but i think the kids these days at yeah, 15 14 is just yeah i mean are you saying I'm, they're soft a little soft yeah, okay yeah that's that's fair i think but it's just too much too soon too much too soon kind i think the american probably 80s and 90s mentality you know all that i always say loraldi is a prime example his era shanahan loraldi mm -hmm. and that's all so good so young by the time they get to the pro level like well we've already been factory we've already won everything and we're kind of burnt out we're moving on with life yeah you know and maybe the european model why a lot of us did good because we were hungry when we got here because we didn't have it we didn't we had to buy our own bikes and right. the sponsorship was small and, so, and the guys here didn't want you guys to get it but that's also right. what's <laughs> so you too, just so you see how excited we were all when yeah, we got yeah. here and it was the same for these guys and too much too soon is what's yes. really wrong with the industry in itself yeah it's just it's, oh. a, it's a chain reaction opening yeah. up my, yeah, look, look at Maris yeah, open up a can it really is I mean it's, 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 it's all connected I mean it's chain reaction yeah. I mean, too much too soon I mean all this free stuff is just you just give it away it, it devalues it, away, it right devalues it I mean I mean, I mean, if you look at it, brands, most of the, I mean, I would say 90, probably nine, I would say 100% of the brands <laughs> in BMX are, you know, complaining, not happy. I mean, how the sales were better, I don't know, five, eight years ago, and then just kind of everything is just going downhill. And I mean, a, a big part of it is, yeah, to, too much too soon as well. Too much too because soon. The industry is a little spoiled. And um, I've done, I also done, uh, did some camps last year in Canada. And talking to a lot of parents, a lot of parents said they're not really happy with USA BMX either. I mean, it's just it's just what they told mm -hmm. me. I mean, and uh, this is what I heard. And I think uh, something needs to change. What are they? What are they? No, this is interesting though, because it's not like you're going around taking a survey. Like you're just mm. no, you're no, just, no, just you're yeah. just yeah. out in the field. Yeah, you're just out, out in the, the field. field. So like, what what is the what are they not happy with? In your opinion, or what? What have they told? Well, you? we didn't really get into like details and yeah. all that stuff, but it just you know, a couple of parents kind of mentioned that you know, obviously mm -hmm. they they wish there was. Well, a lot of people they still kind of wish they had a, a kind of like old NBL days, a little more UCI, and then now it's just strictly that competition. So they wish they had like USA another BMX, choice. It's all you gotta you gotta have these. Uh, I don't really know how they run it for the kids, but you have these. Uh, points you got to keep racing every weekend to make it to the I don't to be honest I don't really know how mm -hmm. it works for the, the younger generation but uh and a lot, a lot of brands too I mean all the I mean the pit costs you know the races I mean yeah. everything I mean the model definitely the model is, is an old school model and it, it's you know it, to me the only thing I'm gonna say is like USA BMX they probably making good money which I'm, I'm sure they are but but if parents and the, the bike brands and the professional racers are not happy, you're clearly doing something wrong. I mean, as far as running the business. It, it's you know? an issue. It's an issue. That's just how I look yeah. at it. I mean, if everything around it, no one's happy, mm -hmm. clearly mm -hmm. doing something wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, But again, you can't blame them if, you know. But it, it's a membership model, right? And then you get them into, you get them into coming to nationals. It's, it's like a gym, right? Like, so if mm -hmm. you have a 24 hour fitness or LA fitness, mm -hmm. um, your your their primary job the gym is to get more members in the gym get them on that nine dollars a month or twenty dollars mm -hmm. a month or thirty dollars a month and whether you actually go to the gym or not you know i don't know and if you and if they come in then it's about selling them on a program right mm -hmm. so you get the members and we know those members turn over and then what they want to sell them on is nationals mm -hmm. right and then you come to the nationals and then you buy the t-shirt and you buy the the yo-yo man stuff and and, and then it's all good and then it's like a little mini circus <laughs> a little circus at the at the races but but i don't i don't know communication is a big problem there's no communication yeah. between everybody mm. yeah, i mean obviously we all see the rants and complaints mm. and podcasts and there's the a lot of complaining yeah, yeah but there's yeah. no actual communication mm -hmm. yeah nobody complaining thing not gonna lead everybody defends fixing problems yeah everyone defends if you say something about usa bmx you, there'll be you know, USA BMX people will, will kind of fight back a little bit online, yeah, which yeah. I, I, obviously it's their thing. You're always going to protect your 
and support your thing. Hey, no one's, I'm not hating mm. on him for making money. No, no, no. I, mean, I, mean, I want him to make money. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, me neither. I want him to make money. There just I, needs I, to be a better communication between, correct, between the UCI, the, 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 the USA BMX and, and, and the riders in the industry. And it's and nobody really wants to sit around a table and do right. it. You know, there's, yeah. it's well, uh, a disconnect, you know? Mm-hmm. Always been an NBL guy growing up my whole life. And I, since NBL died, I kind of never got that good vibe about UCA BMX so it just you know it was just kind of never my thing yeah really I mean I, I obviously I kept racing you know I mean it's, it's so well, it was well the very like I say you say old soul but he loved the NBL grounds yeah. everything we loved he so, loved well, you yeah, know what, what was, Kentucky you just yeah. love that place yeah. lane 8 at Kentucky good. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah what, was it, what was yeah. it about the NBL for you I have my reasons well but what, what, I what didn't, are your... I mean growing as a growing up as a kid I mean most of the magazines were they covered mostly NBL races, and to be honest, I didn't. I knew there's ABA, and there was Warwick and Danny Nelson racing, and I was always a, a bit, as a kid, a bit sad. Like, how come Danny Nelson's not racing NBL? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he did. He, he, he did. Towards then, towards yeah. then, Warwick, they all moved yeah. to NBL, and I was, I mean, I was, right. I was stoked. I was yeah. like, that's yeah. cool, you know, because I always, when I went to, I always, the first couple of years, I always went to Florida, and that's where NBL right. was at. Right. Like, yeah, that's cool. I can go there. I can watch them all race and I was I mean I was stoked Thunder didn't show up and Thunder I mean, a lot <laughs> of his salary <laughs> Thunder but it was always it was always NBL and ABA was always I, I knew there's ABA and there's Warwick and Danny Nelson basically just mm-hmm. just racing and that, that's about it yeah. well there's rumors that back in the day especially when it was heated and we're, this might even be before where uh, Warwick and Danny got their titles but but the rumors were that the ABA guy, the ABA number one pros, were essentially paid to only race ABA. There's that rumor. Um, you know, so I, I don't know. I don't know. And the other thing, I, I, I never understood why guys only raced ABA if you weren't paid to race ABA, just because the NBL did pay better yeah. and deeper, and the tracks were better, better. generally. Mm. And you could always race ABA because... Once NBL season was done, you still had you still had you still had gold cups and fall nationals and mm-hmm. whatever and whatever else. So um, you, I thought it was funny. you picked up on it. I totally forgot about it on that picture I posted of Reynolds. Uh, the the NBL NBL contingency. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. if you had an NBL sticker and you got a cover on a magazine or or even their magazine, then yeah, you got it was a five hundred dollars savings bond. But if you wanted to just cash out, it was two hundred fifty bucks. I cashed out a lot on those things. Right. It was great. So. Yeah, I don't know what exactly went wrong with NBL, but uh, yeah, you did like it. I remember. Yeah, these guys were, especially when there was a lot of the yeah, MB, not a lot, but a, two or three times a year there was that NBL West Coast of you know like Prunedale and yeah. we went yeah. to Arizona one year. These guys would all get in my my free agent van, like literally mm. like five six of them, no AC in that thing, and they would like drive to Sacramento. I'm like, I don't need to go. If you guys are all going, yeah, there's yeah, a tent. Yeah. See you later. Yeah, yeah. So they would get in the van and like all of them, you know, five six of them drive eight hours to Sacramento, or they go so to I, Arizona or. So now, Vegas. let me think about this. Because Willers was on free agent for a minute, too, well, right? Well, the it was first, a New Zealand the, free agent, was it? I don't know. Well, don't no, this mean. is the first, you know, when I realized it was, you know, it was over for me, I started like, well, how do I keep him a free agent and um, uh, what do I need to do? So I pitched him on, let's do a, a world team. I'll help with distributions. That's right. The Olympics the was team. coming around. I'm like, I'll try and sponsor some riders from different countries. You know, we had Caroline Buchanan was on free yeah, agent, Mark wow. Willers, you know, we had good riders, Kelvin Beatty in the UK. Um, you know, uh, Alia was on free agents. You know, with Christoph, oh, yeah, that's right. that was a combo yeah, 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 deal yeah, yeah, between yeah. us. And Christoph wow. was importing free agent into France. Yeah, yeah, so I pitched right. free agents on doing a world team. So Willers was. We, we found out who he was, and and, and we we put <laughs> when you realize yeah, Willers wasn't after, Fillers, right after yeah, Paris. Yeah, I'm like, okay, that guy that we made fun of at the meeting actually is good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, because he won the World Cup in the he, he, indoor, right? No, but no, but, no, but he made the main and Bercy at the Worlds. Oh, and okay. Historically, New Zealand guys have not been as strong as him, mm. and so like the joke was like, it's Mark Fillers. Like, how did he get in there? Yeah. But he actually was like, well, obviously he was no, able. He was legit, right? right? So we put Willers on on that Frasian World. <laughs> Team. We did the anyway. The first Olympics, you know, ended, and then Willis is like, "Well, I want to come out to the U.S." And he was still on um, free agents. Actually, he came out a little bit before, so he came out. And we we helped him out a couple of races, but I said, "Look, we've got Kyle, and yeah. uh, it was even before you." We said, we're well, just spending too much money. You're going to be a good rider. That was so, pre-max. Yeah. Okay. But there was okay. still Kyle and Christian. Yeah. And like, a lot of money was already being spent. So he did a couple races here on Free Agent. And then obviously he, used to, he worked out himself. He can get a, a legit deal. Got so it. that's why uh, it. it didn't last too long. Um, but yeah, he was on Free Agent for a while. He came out to Prunedale to that. Uh, and we got Free mm, Agent mm, 1, mm. 2, and 3. I think it was Kyle. Was it was you that one you was at? 
You came the year after. Anyway, Kyle, Christian, and Willis got one, two, and three on free agent. Wow. So I do have a picture somewhere of that. That's so good. so anyway, we didn't Fresno, but that was later, yeah. Me, mm. Christian, and then Kyle. Yeah, yeah we got. So, that, yeah. so that's Fresno, like that's like nine, right? Two thousand nine. Nine and ten. Nine yeah, and those ten. two okay. years. We had yeah. four guys in the main. I don't know who it was. There was somebody else. Well, what, what, I've got four guys in what in one main somewhere. It was uh, one of the um, South American guys or something that was. I mean, Andres Jimenez. He was on for agent. He was on for agent. all kinds of guys yes. on. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's Lo right. Lots of riders. So what's next on your list, Dale? I see you got a list. Uh, of, I was uh, going to blow through a couple of his highlights. You know, because this is a retirement podcast. Well, what are so, your highlights? Yeah. Yeah. And they don't even have to be like results. Yeah. What yeah. are your What are your kind of the things that pop out? Sort about your battles, career, maybe. maybe a battle, maybe just a, a, a really good time or great experience or good race. Um, well, London, Beijing. Obviously, obviously, the Olympics. I mean, they 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 they, they got to go on top of the list. Yeah. I mean, uh, it is the, especially where BMX is kind of heading to as well right now. BMX. I mean, Olympics is the the highest. I mean the. the the pinnacle. biggest race, the yeah, the, yeah, 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 basically in, in BMX, especially now that it kind of switches towards the the national team culture and everything, and and uh, well, I mean, I think I had lots of battles. I mean, moving to America, I, in the beginning, I used to race. Uh, I mean, it was, I mean, Donnie, I mean, Mikey, I mean, you you were still riding and. Uh, Dale, I raced a couple times, but that was before I moved to America. That was before, that yeah. That was before. You actually, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was already vet when yeah. you came, and I went to the track, and I was still kind of training a little bit, and then mm. I did gates with these guys in Paris, and I got on the gate with him, and I was still pretty decent with mm. that. I, I, I got on the gate with him one time, and he absolutely, like, Christophed me. Like, like yeah. just, yeah. just Absolutely, yeah, just like, like, just, it, uh, and I never, ever got on the gate with him again after that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. And, um, uh, so I, it was pretty cool if I look back that I got Brad to race. Fred, you battled with him at the start. Couple races. I got to race, yeah, yeah different, different, kind of different generations, yeah. Because mm. I, I came, I mean, I was basically battling with Kyle, Christian. Yes, yeah. yes. At first, yeah. that's Randy. right. Mm. Randy. Oh, that's Randy. That's yeah. right, Randy. I mean, Randy, I mean, kick my butt. We I mean, got first year, he won the show. title. NBA. Yeah, he'd be good. He'd be great. Stumpy and, I would Stumpy. say Stumpy and Sam were probably your big rivals, right? Would you, yeah. Uh, different, different Those times. guys, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then when those guys kind of were on, Slowly on the way out. That, that's right when the same came in. Right. So I never kind of, I never got that break. Oh, no. I mean, it was always always somebody. Yeah. Somebody. Same came in. I mean, he was he was good. I mean, Sam came in. Yeah. It was on fire from day one. You know, <laughs> yeah, Sam was yeah. on fire from day one, yeah. and there's, I mean, it, it was a tough guy. But he was to a race. junior making World Cup mains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still remember the Chula Vista yeah. one, 2009. Yeah, when I won Kalen, the World Cup. I mean, Kalen was around yeah. your time when you got here as well. It's been yeah, Kalen, 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 and then and then he switched all the the this generation that's on top right now connor mm -hmm. i mean i mean corbin toy nighthawk that age i mean the yeah. joris yep. i mean then so i kind of got to race yeah almost a, I, like i said i never got that break yeah it's like it's all but it, that's just how professional sports is and I mean, now the guys are still going to go on for a couple of years and still be good but now you're going to get the net you know the nick kimmans the uh, you know uh, kai whites and yeah. a few of these little french dudes mm. Um, yeah, a lot of good Frenchies. Yeah, there. yeah. Like the BMX is huge there. I mean, so you caught a little bit of those guys as well, I guess you know. Mm. Um, what else we're we gonna say? Like, do you want to talk about Rio, or I think we talked about it on the podcast. His you just son or the race? Uh, both, if you want. Let's yeah. talk about the race. You didn't like the first jump, right? The Doctor? race. Yeah. <laughs> we're just calling it the Olympics the race. The you, race yeah, in Rio. We talked about it. You yeah. knew you weren't feeling. It. You didn't like the track, did you? And you just, second yeah. jump. It second was the jump. second jump, and you know, I think we talked about it earlier, and yeah. I said, you know, if I was 25, I probably would have Pinned it. figured it out. Figured it out, but at that age, I was just prepared for uh, something like Papandal, like the first straight. I mean, the times, I mean, the practice and everything, it, it they didn't lie. I mean, I was I was in great shape, but it's just uh, at 29. I mean, you know, it got into my head, and it it was over. Yeah. When I shot up for quarterfinals. Uh, before I even got on the track, I you, knew it's over. Because yeah, we got, we got tailwind on top of the... If it was headwind on the first straight, I'd you, be like, okay, I, I'll figure this out. But it was tailwind. Fast, I knew, yeah. it, you know, it's just not happening. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. I I try to do my best. I talked to Tom Ritz as well. I said, you know, it, it needs to be changed and all that stuff. And obviously, there were, the budget was already... Tapped? Tapped, like over-tapped. <laughs> And he said, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do my best. But, you know, when we showed up, I think the track was just, the only difference it was, it was just green, yeah. It was just yeah. soil attacked and green turns. <laughs> Everything else was exactly the same. And uh, and 
I mean, their their own words. I mean, that's what they said. They they try to build a track for girls that will suit guys. Yeah. And that's where they made a mistake. Yeah. You gotta you gotta you have, you have to build a track for guys that can will suit girls as well. Mm. It'll and be interesting. That, it, it, everything was too small. I'm everything kind was of too small. I'm kind of thinking. Um, what's wrong with having jumps down the first straight that you don't have to jump? Uh, even with an Olympic hill. Well, that's where they kind of trying to go i mean that's the kind of new direction they're trying to take it to. well they switched the track because it's a thomas hammond doing the next olympic track right yeah, they wanted more where you actually have to manual as well you have to pump something manual not not necessarily down on the first straight but down the first straight but on the track it like third straight would be something where you actually have to manual mm-hmm. so it kind of requires all skills instead of just just pedal and jump pedal jump pedal jump that's it yeah so that, i think that's where kind of bmx is heading to but uh yeah, I think it. I, I don't think Olympics is the place to <laughs> experiment. Tr- experiment and try mm-hmm. something new, and that's what they try to do the last three Olympics. Yeah, and I think the the first two were fine. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the you know well, the, the no first tra- two no Olympics were great for you. Yeah, no, I mean I'm talking the track wise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the they, track wise. But the third, you know, they they tried they tried to do something new, and it it just it just wasn't working. Yeah, it didn't work. I mean, just my opinion again, right. but. Uh, well, yeah, because that first day was rough. I mean, we have winners, we have gold medalists. Yeah. I mean, then, then, I mean, we move on. I mean, yeah, we could, exactly. Yeah, you moved on pretty quick. Yeah, yeah I moved on. Yeah, I yeah. moved on pretty yeah, he, well, quick. You yeah. No, you didn't yeah. seem yeah. too upset. No. Um, but what? What about you? Want to talk about London? That was a great. Was it? You want to talk about? I think we talked a little bit. Quite hey, a lot about the it, world yeah. knows. Basically, after the semi, he went to Evo and he said, "I got it," and he went and won the main. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, uh, Jay Rich knows. I know Jay that Rich story. Knows, well, hey. that's an amazing feeling, right? You, you I could, yeah, you could you, tell as well. I, I yeah. after that semi, like you and uh, what is his name, Vander. Um, now, Tuan won again. Actually, got he won the last semi. But, but you uh, still knew that. But there. you had figured yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I got him, and I, I, I saw that he crossed the white line in right. the first turn. That's the only way he got in front of me. Yeah, and then they won the lap, but. Uh, and at that like point, a, it just yeah, yeah, I, I, I got on that wave yeah. like I always compared to surfing, and uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, it just I, I, I knew I got it. it. I just, isn't it, later, isn't that nice yeah. though? Isn't that nice though when when you know like? But it's still, I mean, you the, know, but you, you gotta go out and execute for sure. For yeah. sure, yeah. and that's sure. what that's what the, the nerves kick in. Yeah, that's where the pressure was, comes from. I was behind the gate. I got behind the gate. That, that, uh-huh. but, um, before that main and I went up to when he was talking to Evo and he's like he, he still had his me I'd have my helmet on an hour yeah. before a big race yeah. just nervous and he had his helmet off and he was getting ready to go up the, you know he's like it's on yeah, yeah. Mm, like yeah. he was ready you could and tell. everything yeah. just I mean if I look yeah. back at all the, the lane choices and everything yeah I mean it just it, it couldn't be any better too I mean obviously the Tuan game was so worried about Connor yep yeah, they killed each other. Which, didn't they? I mean, yeah. they killed each other. Yeah. 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 I mean, Liam was on the outside, and you were. Liam was outside. Did, did Philip shock you with that gate? He like, did get out, but he overjumped the first jump a bit. But did you see him out the corner? You know, at that, nah, at that point, I was going over the first jump. It was just you knew. It was just me. It yeah, was just me, yeah. and it was someone on outside that even it was next to me. I had an inside. All mm-hmm. I had to worry about was really the, the lane one, two. You had plenty of room because some toes guys yeah. were smashing each other, yeah. Well, I remember watching. I had a solid gate and I knew it. I remember that, watching that main. It's, it's over, yeah. And I just could not believe. Like when you landed on the first two jumps, like how, not even the backside, but just like how strong those pedals were right. down that first straightaway. And that's forty-four sixteen. Which hey. is crazy because one eighties, right? One eighties. Because yeah. like people ask me a lot about the gears and that. I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure Marius had forty-four yeah. sixteen one eighties. No, I mean, no actually, no. That was Beijing was forty-four sixteen. London was forty-seven seventeen, which is very similar. Which is forty-four sixteen. Small tire. Right. Right. No, they saw big tires, right. but and on that free agent, it was two pounds heavier than everybody else's bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the, uh, that, the bike, I mean, top tube, uh, 21, 25. Yeah, I mean, it, these days, kids, it, I mean, Liam's bike was like yeah. 23 top tube. I but mean, at, that, at that RPM to lay down that much, like to actually still get like lay down power, mm-hmm. it's, it's very, it, very difficult to do. And his third straight was, because Sam was on it. Yeah. He had a perfect th- third straight yeah, as well. Yeah, you were you taking know? that third straight yeah, different yeah. than everyone else. I, don't, I think Sam was doing different. I don't know. I think uh, no, it, I felt like... Maybe, but me, I feel like me, you... It was good because Sam took other line. And I, I liked your line. Yes, it was a very... Like, that. You, were, going like, like you had like a 90s line, which I was like, I like his line. Like, <laughs> but uh, you know what? It was like, it was a line that you can do every time. Right, right. But it was, yeah, it was a The main... You know? yeah. I mean, I, I've always been good on the third straightaways. I mean, the, mm-hmm. especially the, 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 the ones that Tom Ritz usually builds. Right. Kind of with the, the more mellow landings yeah. and everything. And then... But the, the key really was to the whole lap because the, the whole 
S turn, whatever you call yeah. it, the hip jump. Yeah, you started pedaling really, really yeah, early. Yeah, but you couldn't really pass there. If right. you, all you got to do is just take the right line. Right. And it's impossible to pass. And the main thing that you had to get it perfect was the, the step up on the last straightaway. The first yeah. step up. It was a small, steep step up. And once I got over that, I think Sam actually overshot it a little bit too. But once I got over that perfectly, it was it was a done deal. Yeah, yeah. That, you do the whole lap and then you, you still back of mind you well, thinking you about that crashed, step up. One okay, of your just, buddy crashed there, right? During qualifying, Tremont. Yeah, Tremont. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, he had tape he over all over his Brooke yeah. Crane. Brooke Crane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People it was like that. a tricky. Yeah. That was a tricky. I don't know yeah. why they do that with the last straightaways. I and I I just as a racer I don't and your I don't legs like are, it. You know how they uh, yeah, because it's heavy. just it's just it's just not the right place to put something tricky just because it's it is dangerous and and I want to see a race at the finish line like not. Not someone backing off because of it's tight or this or that. Like I, I, I want to see people come out of the last turn, yeah, really. put their head down and go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I just think something. Opinion. You know, I, all the debates and stuff on, on Instagram and Facebook when we're, when we're talking about Supercross and, and the difference. I just want to see something different. Just something. Try some different things. Yeah. Like just, why? Why yeah. does there need to be a rhythm section on every? Why third does the layout train? have to be the same? Yeah. Why does you know just change so, it up? Let's try something different. That said, yeah, to the it's track time. builders' defense, we you know they they get filleted when they do try something different. Yeah. Right. I la a la box jumps and S turns and box jumps. That's, and that picture showed up again yesterday. Yeah, the, over yeah. unders, but um, all right. So I think I think where we're going now is like uh, what, like, like what? Well, we talked about London. We talked about Rio, yeah. Beijing. We have notes, people. We have yeah. notes for this podcast. I mean, <laughs> a couple of notes we threw on ten seconds before we recorded. Well, Rio, uh, not Rio, uh, Beijing. Anything about that? Uh, knee pads, shorts. I do. I, I have mean, a it, it still I, I it, it a still hurts my eyes when I see those pictures from uh, uh, 2008 like with those it, knee those pads. I like it because those are the, the progression. It's the progression. It really is, yeah. THC but you know, it, that's what it, it changed me as well. When I moved to America, 2008, 2009, I still have my knee pads. I think still tape. But One race and it's like get them off. I moved on to the pants pretty quickly, and I was so. I mean, every time I saw someone racing shorts and then skins or those tights yeah. underneath. I, I, I thought that's wrong. I mean, well, it was, got, everyone should be racing with pants. Because they, should be they a, all did it. Like Sam went from be a shorts role. to yeah. pants. I think Willis probably well, that was did Liam, it as well. Liam's kit for a long time. They're the English guys. Because it was lighter or whatever. Um, but you guys all looked. You look at the magazines from that period. You know, a lot of the, the when these guys, you know, Sam and him, they're some really good shots when they've all got race gear on. You know. So, so. I do. I do have a question uh, about Beijing, and you were on my podcast. I don't think we really talked about it too much, but I always like. Like I do when I, especially when I speak in front of BMXers, I always show them the picture of the Beijing second straight. It's a head-on shot of like everyone over the second jump, mm-hmm. and it just looks crazy because everyone's like always, you know, BMXers always want like a perfect lap or to do something perfectly, and that's mm. not a perfect. Like mm-hmm. everyone looks cockeyed over that, mm-hmm. but yeah, but you had like Mike Day on you in that second straight but what i don't know is if you felt that or knew that or like or at what point yeah i mean well, you shut him down so at well some I, point when you i watched it. the video i mean when i go back i think i actually watched it not too long ago and um i didn't know it's mikey i didn't know it's okay, mikey. You just I knew it was somebody. someone's there but i i think what my, i mean going back i mean what mikey mike probably thought is okay i'll just play it safe and i'll pass him down the third straight because, I mean, obviously, Mikey got a lot of... He, lot of he can do that, yeah. But the third straight was one of those straights, especially in Beijing, that I was the most comfortable with. I oh, knew. nice. Once I got out of the second turn, no one's passing me yet. Okay. Right. And I think that's where he kind of... And, and you shut him down safe. enough, I shut him too, down too to enough, where yeah. he had to, like, build up but speed. But he's, yeah. he's still... I mean, he could have went for it. I yeah. Mean, it, it Luckily, he was smart enough and, and seasoned enough for him. Like, he, he was, like... He didn't do, like, Chinese? Yeah, but that could have been somebody else. Like, put Donnie there. Yeah. Donnie would have probably gone but for again, it. But again, Mike... Well, Donnie I mean, already went for it in the <laughs> second quarter. <laughs> well, yeah. And crashed. <laughs> if he'd have done that one as well, it'd be good. <laughs> but I think for Mikey as well, when you're in the second place, you're already in a yeah, like, good this is position. Cool. Yeah. This is cool. Yeah. But, yeah. And I still have half a lap to go. Yeah. To try to go for that yeah. gold. So I think he, he probably played it smart and played it right. Yeah. It's just... You know, like it's said, one I mean, thing if you're not in metal position, go for metal position. Go for metal position. But if you are, you really want to make sure that the pass is like, I, I gotta take it. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, you're, yeah. like, like I'd be dumb not to take you it. You take calculated right. passes. Right. Like, at that point, you take calculated. Exactly. Smart racing on days, part. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. you know, I mean, he's national he's NBL champ, mm. and he was. Know, I think he surprised a lot of people too. I mean, champ, he's always yeah. good, but uh, his first trait was a. Uh, mm-hmm. I've never seen that first. It was legit. Yeah, yeah. Was I think he was, was saying when I talked to him on a pod, he was in the zone and he was just it was really, really confident. In the zone, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Or and, cool. Uh, I think we've we've been through those three. Um, worst one, I would think. Worst would weekend would that be that ABA Grands, right? When you uh, broke crashed. your uh, crashed second straight. Yeah. I mean, you know, you live and learn. It's injuries a part of the sport, and uh, I think the ABA title was yeah the only one that kind of. To be honest, I thought it's never gonna happen, and. Uh, but that wasn't impressive when you did get it that year. I mean, you really, the one between. And even at that, at yeah. that point, it was kind of. Was you really it, switched it on though? It switched it up, yeah, but it yeah. was it was just. Who were you battling with that year? Sam. Whoa. <laughs> okay. And Sam was a. It was. I, I don't know how many points, but he was ahead of me. And, and, and you uh, sucked the first day, the Friday night race. <laughs> I didn't, didn't make out of the moto. Oh. I had the motos, oh. and then he went you on. You got to moto win. to yeah, title. I got moto. Then didn't Evo uh, tell you like you're you washed up and done or something? He said something. Didn't he? Well, we we tried to switch or whatever. We started messing out with the, messing up uh, with. Uh, messing with those tires trying to put the bigger tires and the small tires and you know it it messes up your whole mindset and your head and then after that when I got motoed we went out the same night did, to do some sprints and uh, and I was just 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 off mm -hmm. the sprints were off because he wanted me to you know kind of challenge a little bit do a little sprint then you get a manual a little bit mm -hmm. put your front wheel down to the right right spot and then you know do a little yeah. sprint kind of like you doing the first straightaway yeah. And I was just my manualing was so off. I was over on the on the on the asphalt in a simple sprint. I was over manualing, or my front wheel just dropped down too early before the line. Yeah. And, and he's like, and he told me straight up too. He's like, you know, maybe it's just not meant to be. And I was like, <laughs> it, 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 almost like we went to bed. It's like, like yeah, we yeah. giving up. Uh -huh. Like they say, we, I mean, what a turnaround, man! And wow. the next day, I completely switched it around. You know, it really. The quarterfinal when I kind of got a little going, I think I forgot what I got second and third. Obviously, Sam Sam made a mistake. I mean, I think he was just racing overly aggressive, and I think kind of pressure got him as well a little In bit. In the semi, yeah. But uh, it, I think it was well earned as well on my part because I still did. I mean, I still did go out and I won the well one that made that, me win that, three, that, two, and one. I don't yeah, sound yeah. like I just got lucky. So I don't, yeah, no, I don't you, care I what you work. say. Yeah. The ABA Grands is like still, in my opinion. Just as hard of a race to win as the freaking Olympics. It is, it is. Like, it that is, is he, a hard race that, to win. And he had that little mental block from that crash. Mm -hmm. You didn't want to go there for yeah. a few it was years. No, but, yeah, but yeah. Let's, let's be real. That race, it's a, I mean, you go to Tulsa, it's it's kind of gray and a little depressing. And Like, you know it what I mean? Is, it is, it's it cold. Is. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the end of the season. You're on fumes. Even the Cracker Barrel gets older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on fumes. You get in that building. It's a long weekend. Um... And it, it's just a, and everyone's there, and then there's like extra people mm -hmm. because they're like, you know, in Europe, and it's like they're gonna come to the U.S. and just race. So you gotta deal with them. So like, it's a hard race to win. It mm -hmm. is, it is. Especially racing in November too. Yeah, I yeah. think for us Europeans, we always that's our off season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah, really is October, was... November. That's where we just sit at home and then go Christmas mm -hmm, shopping, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so your motivation, yeah, all of it is just mm -hmm. kind of like, man. But you so, know, but you, you can't use it as an excuse. I mean. Uh, but, um, it's still a race. Someone's got to win it. Someone's going to, yeah. Yes. Willoughby really Definitely. liked the Grands. He was all about the Grands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was, was always... Yeah, and yeah. G always liked... He was G, always... Yeah. G always yeah. was up for the Grands. For right. sure. That was always... Grands. Like I said, <laughs> starting 2013, That was that's what I kind of struggled with. The, the motivation a little bit. And that's what kind of... I mean, what Sam had, I didn't quite have it. Because right. he was the younger guy coming in. He was hungry. wanted to win every race. And I was... Uh, and for me, it was just on and off. I had those weekends where, like, okay, I mean, I want to win this race. I want to go for it. You know, kind of challenge myself. That's what the, the, the whole lane eight came in. Mm -hmm. Kind of challenge myself, keep myself focused. And uh, But, again, it was it was inconsistent. Those are in, four inconsistent years, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. But uh, I made it work, made it work. I got a question while we're talking about um, lane eight. I started thinking about Kim. And you think he's kind of taken over your uh, thing as a lane eight guy? Well, I mean, he's, he's definitely making me proud. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he can have it. He can, yeah. he can have it. The same kind he, of guy, no, it, it, like yeah. kind of mellow dudes, you know. Not, not, you know what I mean? Oh, you know yeah. what? I, yeah, but I, yeah. for him, I think he has a different reasoning behind it, though, because he, he does struggle with his gates and timing. Yes. But yeah. once he get over the kink, he's good. He's, he's fast good. from the kink to the bottom. To the bottom. But damn, me, it's getting to that kink, though. To me, I to me, it just started as just having fun, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then later on, maybe you know, cup my insecurity. Even though my one and two, three was so good. Right. But even though if I'm a little bit late or something happens, I still gotta, I can still 
just have my yeah. you, you could just, I can still have, you can still drop a open, hammer. I can still exactly drop a hammer. I think uh, so. It was just kind of like a safety. Almost lane A was kind of like a safety pad, basically yeah. playing Pop, it safe. Yeah. Papandau 2020 when we had the Fox gear when you took lane A. Oh, 12-12? When I watched the video, it's probably one of my... Yeah. I mean, coach probably going to disagree. We'll say the, the London Olympics, the impressive first trade, but I, I probably yeah. put Papandau. But that a, also was the, the switch to like, oh my, I'm going to win this no, shit No, that again. was the switch. Yeah. That was but the that, switch too, and I like remember, your, months, I remember, before, I remember I your interview. That thing, yeah, when I watched my one, two, that. three, and the whole, I mean, I don't know where that came from, but... Uh, yeah, that was a gate from hell, yeah. So, all right. So we... Good job on a career. Great thank job. You, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, what's left on the list? Like, I was where's, gonna ask where's him, BMX now? Yeah, yeah. What thoughts on BMX? Who's going to be the next Olympic champ, maybe? Or, you know, the. Yeah. What would you like to see change yeah. in our sport? What well, I think kind of we went over a little bit mm -hmm. talking about the whole sport. And uh, as far as the next Olympics, I think it's. Can, I mean, okay, so we talked about it a little bit before the podcast. Like Joris, now if it was right now, it's perfect for him. You know, two years, two years out. Do you think Joris, Connor, Corbin, those kind of guys, Silva and Andre, do you think um, them guys are still going to be battling for the for the win there? Which they're obviously going to be right in there. Or do you think like yeah, I think there's, Nick Keeman and a few of the younger guys are going to be even faster. I think Nick Keeman. <laughs> Are we taking a picture, fans? Yeah, we're, we're, I'm gonna get selfie, I'm doing a selfie. I'm, it's not a selfie, it's actually oh, a video. video. Oh, okay. Just Hang keep answering. No. But, uh, oh, there we go. So, Nick Keeman, Joris, keep going. I think there's gonna be, I don't know who, but there's gonna be someone else that will just that we don't of, know about yet. Don't know about yet, or we don't even consider him as a contender. Well, that'll make it fun. But he will either he come up late next year or early to 2020. Somebody like Jeremy Real Cool or somebody like that. Or, or Challenge. Some, maybe it could be yeah. a maybe a young Frenchie that all of a sudden just, just yeah, takes yeah. off. And yeah. then, I'm not saying he's going to win, but he's definitely going to challenge all those guys. Yeah. And then, But as of today, you got to go with uh, experience. you got to go with George Connor, Corbin, I may mean, think all the Dutch guys. And and I mean, Colombians, Argentinians, they can surprise you as well. I mean, yeah. uh, but Olympics is a... One thing is you can be in the best shape of your life, but uh, it's such a... It's just race. I mean, it's a mental, it's a mental race. Yeah, you can. So yeah, who's winning? Who's winning? Ask me that question next year. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm still, I've been away from the sport for a good solid five months. So I just, yeah, we'll see. We'll see next year. I think it's too early to predict right now. Right. Too early to predict, and uh, still got time. The guys still have to qualify, and there's still a lot of competitions to be raced. And uh, what about Latvia then? Is there, is there, tell us about a couple, let's finish up on a couple of the, you know, homeland, some of the next few guys. Um, yeah, yeah, the BMR in Latvia, it's in a, it's in a tough, tough position. It'll be the, I think, I'm not saying next couple of years, but it could be the next, you know, five, ten years. Could It'll be take a little while then. The quiet, yeah, kind of quiet. You, you're probably not going to hear much from, uh, from them guys. Latvians, yeah. And, uh, that, that, that's what it looks like as of right now but uh, you know it's such a small country so it's just it's it's normal I think it it is what it is it is what it is well, let's wrap it up unless you got something to say Jason I'm good little little bummed yeah yeah I liked, watch, I liked watching the machine race he'll be back you know it, it would have been I, I that when I got back deal. not when we'll it deal, but I, I think deal. it would have been it would have been good for the sport as well I mean that's how I pictured it yeah. Still going to the World Cups next year as a 32-year-old, and I mean, competing with all the top dudes and being in the hunt for the whatever Olympic yeah. or the next, you know, the winning the next Olympics. But uh, yeah, just the, the I think money, there's the some industry. kind of ambassador role. Right. If, if the money's there from anybody, a federation, UCI, as some kind of ambassador where he can come in and well, go to events and yeah. do, you know, so, see so, schools. Yeah. So to stuff. me, to me, Maris is. A Greg Hill, a Stu Thompson, yes. a Gary Ellis yes. of the the modern era, whatever yes. that is. I mean, so to me, if if the UCI or USA BMX or whomever doesn't exploit that right. and leverage that, then that's not good for the sport. And and typically, and we've actually we the sport of BMX has been historically bad at leveraging. Our heroes, we let them just mm. go. Yeah, yeah, just like okay, bye. Yeah, it really you know? is. Yeah. That's I think yeah. that's another problem. We also use USA BMX because there's no. I mean, look at all the 
Greg Romero, Danny Nelson, a lot of guys just disappeared. They're not even involved in any like coaching or passing it yeah. on to the next generation. It's just okay. I'm out. I mean, thank you. I mean, yeah, literally, I mean, got a good. Danny started working during last. You know, like I say, he just tapped out during I mean, the season and moved on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. I would say Chris. I mean, Tomalier is coaching. Christoph is involved in BMX, but yeah. uh, kind of behind the scenes more. And uh, a lot of good a lot people. of guys, just Stumpy. a lot of yeah, Stumpy is. is How yeah. good at Stumpy would be at coaching? They're probably I mean, really good. Uh, great coach. I mean, he was a. T- Teacher, right? He so, yeah, is a school, teacher. Yeah, yeah, teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, but see, I mean, it just I I think another reason is just the money is not right. I mean, he's probably making a lot more. USA, like it's. I, know, I talked to Connor a little bit about it when I talked to him this summer. It's hard to to be involved in the drama that you know fighting for everything and they're still trying to train and race, mm. especially at their, their level. So you can understand why they don't want to get involved in too much. But now he's not racing. It, it is an asset somewhere for somebody or for the sport as as. As promoting and not having to worry about getting a, a good totally. night's sleep or doing his sprints, he could really focus on something if they could find it. Kind of like what Danny, you see, Donny, you know, finally found his passion yeah. now after yeah. racing. Um, and I think Maris could be the perfect guy. Yeah, but for that's him. why I wanted to close this chapter so I can explore kind of everything else, see what else is out there. Before this was closed, yeah, yeah, it would be it would it would be, be tough. I, like I said, a couple splitting coaching, your attention, coaching offers and all that stuff, and it's just it wasn't the right time yet. I, I I knew that I have to get this over with, close this chapter, and then then start a new chapter, and then we'll see. Cool, so we'll see, we'll see. Well, it's gonna be uh, exciting for you, kind of just moving on to your next thing, mm-hmm. and we look forward to uh, seeing what you do. Well, we're all gonna be buddies still, so I'm oh, yeah. I'm happy about and you that. You moving back to Marietta, so we're only thirty minutes away. Yeah, moving back to Marietta. So maybe next year. maybe we'll get you on the mountain, some coffee, some mountain bike buddies, some stuff. mountain bike buddies. Um, work in your golf game, guys. We can go. Oh, I, you don't like I, it. I, I'm I'm, golf, I'm, <laughs> that's a. Right, we'll, I appreciate it. I'll stick, appreciate we'll stick to mountain biking. We'll it's good. Mountain biking's good. When well, this pump track thing comes around a bit more, then we're I think all it, back in the game. I think you'll find your fun when the yeah. pump track. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. that was Instagram. What some of the guys from Temecula were talking about. There's potentially going to be one in this area soon. So I think that will get. I think once my my son gets older too, yeah, we'll kind of you know start riding bikes and get into a little bit of sports. Or maybe your know. son will date my daughter. You never, you, never know, right? you never know. You never know. Maybe. Or my daughter. If she's into, if she's into younger guys, yeah, yeah. Hey, you never know. Oh, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would imagine your son might have some game. We'll see. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. It would be... So, is there anything you want bar- to say? I'll let him borrow my gold medal. There we go. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, yeah. The Instagram <laughs> yeah, profile yeah, picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything you want to say um, as we close this out? Yeah, I mean... Uh, not really. All right. I think we covered everything. <laughs> I just really. want to say... It was a good run. Well, I do. I mean, obviously, I want to say huge thank you to all my sponsors throughout their whole career. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Free Agent Rockstar and uh, everyone based that supported me, my coach, my family, also my wife, and uh, and uh, no regrets. That's had good. good oh, shit, he did it all, man. He did it all. Yeah, no regrets. I had a good run, and and he's only thirty-two. No, wait, how old are you? Thirty-one. I'll thirty-one. Be 30, thirty-two yeah. in then a few months, and. Uh, so a huge next chapter. It's time to start the next, yeah, the new chapter. Our new book. Maybe you're just going to be a podcast guy. You know? Podcast host. Could oh, be. That's popular these yeah. days. It yeah, is, yeah. It is. yeah. Mary Stromberg's hey, Sunday know. night podcast, you know? So we'll oh. see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, Jason, wrap it up. That's it. Close it. I'm wrapping it up. Well, there you go. There you have it. People of BMX. That's how they say it at the UCI Worlds. People of BMX. Oh, people of BMX. Yeah, I've heard that a couple times. <laughs> Shh. Semifinal. <laughs> Anyways, people of BMX, there you have it. Um, we are we are saying goodbye to Maris, but we are not saying farewell, Mr. Strongberg. So that's it. Another scoop brought to you by Dale Holmes, the BMX. What is this show called now? The High Low Podcast. High Low, the BMX Podcast. There we go. High Low, the BMX Podcast. Eighty one is out. Eighty one and and. Maris might have a new a new sponsor. Yeah, now that yeah, he's retired. yeah. We're going to talk about that after. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're divide. Yeah, divide. check check out uh, the apparel dividebrand.com. Jason, thanks for repping the t-shirt today. Well, you you look very nice indeed. I've been incentivized to wear it. That's it. We've got some big incentives. <laughs> we're talk deals with Maris now. Yep. Now it's, now it's time deal. to turn the recorder off so we can really talk business. Yeah. But thanks for joining us. Until next time, peace. See ya. See ya.